Welcome to another of the Cood Street podcasts, which Jonathan Strawn and I have been doing um, all summer, it seems now. And tonight, I am, or t- tonight this morning, whenever you're listening to this, I'm delighted to be able to spend 10 or minutes with uh, Shin Shofan or Stanley Chan, uh, one of the most uh, widely lauded uh, science fiction writers in China, but also the author of, I think, one of the most uh, powerful and disturbing ecological novels of the last several years, Waste Tide. And I'll start off, Stanley, by hoping I did not butcher your Chinese name too badly. No, it's perfect, uh, Gary. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you as well. Uh, I was noticing how the the situation. Are you in Shanghai now? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so you were really in a lockdown situation before it ever reached the United States, I presume. <laughs> yeah. So after the um, uh, spring festival, I actually didn't go anywhere. I canceled all the trip, like uh, including to New York, Berlin, and elsewhere. So, oh. yeah. But uh, now it seems that in China, especially like Shanghai, is back to normal. So everyone go go out on the street and go to cinema, go to clubbing, restaurants, etc. So it's I'm, like, yeah, I'm very people. envious of you. <laughs> I know, I know. So so like, but be safe. And it's, yeah, it's yes. Well, the, the 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 three questions we ask on all these podcasts. Mm-hmm. The first one is, uh, which which I suppose is just as relevant, even if things are back to normal. But it's. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been reading that uh, that you're impressed with or that we should um, hear about? Um, the book I recently uh, read was uh, The Road from uh, Cormac McCarthy. So actually it's a reread. So I, uh-huh. I've, I've read it like uh, several years ago, but I, it's, it seems to me like uh, there's something new I can find from the text and the context. So I think it's quite relevant right now to read uh, The Road. It's interesting to me because uh, he's obviously not uh, known as a science fiction writer at all. Yes. Uh, and, and he writes this in such an abstract way that you have no idea what causes this. I think there's a line early that there's a shear of flame or something. Yeah. Yes. So basically it's, it's, it's an apocalypse that fits into any disaster you want it to fit into. <laughs> Yes, but sometimes it feels heavy as well because you mm. can see this kind of uh, tragic uh, uh, destiny like uh, human race are facing. So it looks like we're unavoidable to uh, heading to that direction in many ways. Um, it's hard to say what direction um, he's, he's talking about, McCarthy is talking about, the end of the film, which is the end of the film. I did not see the film, interestingly enough. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, but in, in yeah, the end of the novel, so you did see that. So my, my sense is at the end of the novel, there is a slight ray of hope that the child is at least surviving. Yes. But that's not much in a very, very bleak landscape. Uh-huh. Yes. I think the uh-huh. movie is, is kind um, I don't know. Like brighter than the book, like the description and the ending. Like uh, I, as I remember, the kid found 
some other survivors like、uh, beside the sea. So、uh-huh. I think that's a revelation that the civilization can move on. So I think that's the optimistic、uh, perspective、yeah. from Arthur. Yeah. Is apocalyptic literature as popular generally in 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 China as it is as it seems to be in the United States? <laughs> yeah, I, I I did think about that、uh, in recent days because we're doing about a, a a podcast about like comparison between this kind of、uh, genre fiction in China and also in America. So we've read a lot of like from Stephen King and from、um, those like wasteland、uh, fictions, but I think that's not so much, not so many this kind of young、uh, fiction in China. I don't know why because in we don't have the Catholic、uh, Christian idea of like Doomsday or Armageddon, so.、Cool. Back in the ancient times, we just don't think、uh, the history will end, and it just repeated itself like one empire after another. It just like a loop. So. <laughs> so the yeah,、uh, but the、um, I'm I'm not sure that I that all of the、uh, popularity of this in, in in the West comes from a kind of Christian apocalyptic tradition. A lot of it, for example.、Yeah. In the 1950s, came simply from fear of nuclear war, from from the、yes. arms race, from,、uh, and a, a lot of that, a lot of that iconography still survives today. I mean, the, the, one of the ideas that science fiction adapted、yes. early on was that nuclear radiation can instantly turn your neighbors into mutants.、Um, yes. So, so that they might as well be zombies. As a matter of fact, for all intents and purposes, in some of those novels, they were zombies. Yes. Uh, and、yes. now, of course, the concern is、uh, is is the environment. And、yes. I have to say, your own waste tide did not portray a very optimistic <laughs> view of of what's happening with the world's waste. <laughs> yes, you you can say that. Yeah, because it's for、uh, reality. So I think reality is not that optimistic as well. So especially during the pandemic time, so I've been、mm-hmm. thinking about the whole situation of ourselves.、Uh, so I think is right now maybe we need to change the pattern of our growth, like the economic uh, developing uh, countries.、Um, we're actually purchasing the pattern after the state. We try to grow our GDP to drive our employment and、uh, uplift our quality of life, and so this kind of accelerationist、uh, actually is driving us the whole society towards a very dangerous cliff.、Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking right now because the 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 COVID nineteen thing and also something else like the global warming. And also, the ocean was polluted、uh, seriously. So everything shows us like if we don't change our our pattern, our our model of developing of development, I think we are heading to a, a unstoppable、uh, situation of dead end. So 
but I'm not sure about the solution yet. But somehow there's so-called uh, uh, influential investment right now in the capital mm -hmm. uh, circle is talking about we invest something in the long term, like sustainability will change the society, like technology, like education, like something else, etc. So it's not talking about the long, the, the short term uh, ROI, but it's more responsibility um, to, uh, uh, to invest, to think about the development and also to think about the balance between the human activity uh, with the, uh, the whole ecosystem. So yeah. science fiction, uh, the fiction in general then becomes um, not a matter of trying to uh, imagine the future so much as a, a, a guide to planning the future. Yes. Uh, to, to making decisions. There's a, uh, a novel which I'm sure you will eventually see uh, coming out in uh, a month or two from Ken Stanley Robinson called The oh, Ministry. Yeah. And The yeah, Ministry, yeah. I don't know if you've read it or, or heard of it. Not yet, not yet. I just, uh, I saw the news, so pretty okay. much looking it, forward to that. It's, it's, it's something to look forward to, I, I guarantee you. But what struck me is the title refers to an organization, which doesn't exist now, that uh -huh. emerges from the uh, uh, Paris Climate Accords. Uh, and the Ministry for the Future is essentially a legal organization defending the rights of the future, defending the rights not only of future generations, but of nature. So he's asking the question, what if we took the world and treated it as though it were a citizen who could bring a lawsuit against people damaging it? <laughs> and it's a fascinating idea. And he's the novel yeah. is just packed with, with, with hopeful signs. I, um, I, I hope it has a success. But, um, but let's go back and talk about what you've been reading. Um, uh, do you find, any, you find anything that you, uh, especially during a stressful time like a pandemic, that you find a comforting read? Do you return to things that you used to like? I mean, certainly returning to reread The Road is not comfort reading. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I've read a lot of like um, um, academic uh, books uh, on meditation and Buddhism and also neuroscience. Mm -hmm. One book uh, I think is was published last year from uh, Professor uh, Evan Thompson uh, from Yale. So the title was like uh, Waking, Dreaming and Being. So you talk about like uh, some uh, build up some connections between neuroscience and uh, um, Buddhism. So I think that's quite comforting because mm. you can understand what's going on when you feel anxiety uh, in your brain and you try to doing some meditation and try to calm it down. So, yeah, so and you, you can see this uh, in history. So we're facing so many serious uh, pandemic uh, uh, yeah. spreading. Uh, time so so I think it's not a, 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 a very standalone uh, incident but uh, I think we have to build up our belief in a way so we can face the, the, the reality the new reality and we can be adapted uh, to the new reality
uh, it's interesting to me that neuroscience has more or less begun to enter that discussion. There was um, a, a couple of decades ago, there was a, uh, a tendency of popular science books to invoke uh, Buddhism or Taoism or find some kind of parallels between uh, yes. <laughs> quantum uncertainty. There was a book called The Dancing Wooly Masters, I recall. Uh, uh -huh. There was one called, one called The Tao of Physics. And it always struck me that those were really stretching metaphors more than drawing actual scientific parallels. Mm -hmm. uh, but with, with neurology, you have a, a much closer link with, uh, with, with what people might call mystical experience. Yes. Yes. So they can detect using uh, EEG or fMRI. So to right. try to track down the whole brain wave or the fre frequency so to match the uh, different phrase of meditation. Mm -hmm. So maybe they can find some connections like uh, with some solid proof that there's really something strongly connect between these two. So I think I, I, I found it very fascinating. The third, third thing we want to ask is uh, if, what, what, what do you have that, that we can see? And especially uh -huh. anything you have that we in, uh, in the English-speaking world can see in the next uh, few months or year or so. Yeah, actually, I'm right now co-authoring with Dr. Kai-Fu Lee. So he's uh, the author of AI Superpower last year. So we are uh, working on a new book entitled AI 2041. So it's mm -hmm. a book. Uh, combined with science fiction with uh, technology analysis so there'll be like 10 stories setting oh, really? in the ne next 20 years all about like AI um, uh, um, uh, applications in different areas uh, education, medical care pandemic uh, control um, entertainment uh, armies, etc. So, yeah. So uh, working on that. That sounds interesting. Yeah. And, so, and, but you, you've, you've actually used AI to yes. enhance your own fiction, and that's yes. fascinating. Oh. Right now, you, we're working on, on a new model. Right now, is using GPT-2. So right now, the latest version, the GPT-3, is super powerful, but it's so expensive, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we couldn't done that much money on training a, a robot to write science fiction, right? So we use GPT-2 with limited uh, data set. So we try to uh, train a model and maybe it can help us to create some outlines and automatically fill in some sentence in a more logical way. So mm -hmm. we try to invite uh, we try to invite some Chinese science fiction writers to join the project, and we might create a book around that. So it's all about one uh, common themes, and but each one can use the machine to write their own piece, and we see how it works. Just for somebody who's not technical at all, you have to explain to me what GP GP two is. Um, GPT-2 actually is a model which released by uh, OpenAI like 
I think it's like a couple of years ago.、Uh-huh. So they fit in a huge amount of data to try to training in a unsupervised way.、Uh, so it can、uh, generate, it can、uh, learn, so、uh, it can understand some、uh, natural language. Uh, for example, right now it evolved to the GPT-3, the latest、uh, generation. So if you input uh, uh, the the order like、uh, create a bottom uh, in a round shape with red color for me,、mm-hmm. so it can automatically generate a bottom on the screen. So you don't need to code. You don't need to write code, but it can automatically understand your、uh, human natural language and turn it into a task and finish can, the task for you. Yeah. So, so you're you're practicing you're practicing science fiction while you're writing it.、Um, <laughs> I guess my question is, could could、uh, an AI like that distinguish between, say, your style of writing and someone else's style of writing? I think for now,、uh, not yet,、uh, because I think is、uh, I think still we need uh, like uh, uh, huge huge、uh, data to fit in. Right now, it's like web data is、uh, right、uh, crawling all this data from internet, but only very little of those data was、uh, literature. So、right. I think it takes some time for the model to learn what is literature and what's the difference between styles, genres, and etc. So, but I think it's just a matter of time because if it's so powerful, it's so、uh, capable of doing the, all this kind of thing. So it might reach that point at certain time. In the very near future, so. It sounds like an extremely、uh, interesting project, and a, I, I hope we'll be able to see some results of that. <laughs> yeah. Within sometime in the next couple of years, at least, maybe sooner. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I want to thank you for being with us again. We're we always run over time, but it's such a fascinating topic. <laughs>、uh, Great project.、Uh, yeah.、Um, this has been uh, another. Uh, Cood Street Podcast. I'm Gary Wolf. We've just spent oh about six, well almost twenty minutes now with uh, Shin, um, Shofan Stanley Chan. I, I, well, I Stanley Chan is what you prefer in English, or does it make no difference? I think it's easier for you. <laughs> it is. It is. That's no doubt. <laughs> yeah, totally fine. Yes.、Um, And 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 Stanley is the name I use for long、uh, since I work for Google, and is also、oh. named after、uh, Stanley Kubrick, one of my favorite directors. Ah,、right. yes. Well, that's okay. That explains a lot and makes a lot of sense. And、yes. thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Gary, and take care. Okay.